Podcast, a podcast devoted to discussions of how the biblical worldview transforms all of life. I'm Corey Barnes, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Aaron Rice. Aaron, how's it going? It's great, Corey. I'm really digging what we're doing here and looking forward to continuing to talk about a variety of things that are really practical in uh, the Christian life and how the uh, worldview uh, really plays into that. And today we're talking about productivity. And if I'm not mistaken, you've got some material coming out pretty soon on productivity in the Christian life. Yeah, man, I appreciate this opportunity to be uh, shamelessly self-promoting. Uh, so the uh, yeah, I've got a book coming out. It'll be out in sometimes in the, the summer of 2020. Um, and uh, but it does have a chapter in it on productivity, uh, you know, focusing kind of on how students can be productive and uh, hone productivity skills uh, while they're in college, grad school, seminary, whatever it might right. be. But would be you know useful for anybody who wants to be more productive. So you should all go buy it, you know, for no other reason than the productivity chapter and that I have really cute children who need to eat. So <laughs> we're actually not getting royalties on this one. But but go buy the book; it's it's fun. Um, all right. Well, uh, and if you don't, we're going to talk about productivity anyway and cover a lot of the material. So let's start off by talking about why Christians should care about productivity, which is really what we need to cover today. Um, in this same series, we'll have two other podcasts, one that talks about mission and goals and how they pl- factor into productivity. And then we'll uh, we'll wrap up kind of this, this series uh, with a third podcast that's really practical. It's just what are the strategies for productivity? What are we doing? What works for us? What doesn't work? And then what are some uh, technologies and skills that you can hone to be more productive. Uh, let's talk about uh, you know why Christians ought to care about productivity. I will tell you this, for a lot of my life, I thought that intentionally working to be more productive was not a, a very valuable thing. Certainly didn't see a huge need to go seek out resources, whether it was books, articles, or podcasts, um, on being more productive. Uh, but I, I found that that was something that as God continued to lead me into more opportunities for service and work, I needed to hone my productivity skills. Failings in my own life kind of drove me to studying about productivity. Um, One of the things I I like to start off talking about with productivity is that productivity is not inherently good, right? In a broad sense, in the broadest definition, productivity simply refers to working within an efficient structure to do work. So productivity actually can go towards bad work, right? Not just good work. So in other words, you can be productive in evil, (laughs) And unfortunately, part of the tragedy of human history is many people have been productive in evil. Go look at the most heinous leaders, the most heinous acts ever committed on a broad and global scale. More often than not, you'll find very productive people behind them. For sure. I mean, one of the things I like to do in the summertime is I, you know, binge watch uh, documentaries on World War II and mm-hmm. just watching the way that the uh, the Axis powers built their empire. They were incredibly productive people. And so, like we're talking about, the productivity itself is not necessarily a good thing, but it really is based on the work itself. Is it a good work? Is it a work that would reflect God's character? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the other thing, too, is the the relationship between productivity and efficiency. Because mm-hmm. when you talk about whether or not productivity reflects God's character, God's character is not necessarily pushing us towards efficiency, though it, right. it's going to be efficiency in some things. When I think about efficiency and its relationship to productivity, and I want to be clear, there is a relationship. In, in many ways, product, being productive requires us to be efficient. But think about you know areas that we identify with efficiency. Um, we have seen banks move away from bank tellers 
and then towards ATMs, right? Uh, you and I will remember this. Many of our listeners may not remember this. Do you remember actually driving through and there being a person in the window at the bank? Of course. Yeah, and sometimes even like a, a vacuum shoot so that you could talk to the person on yeah. the radio and they like shoot you your deposit slip back. Um, so uh, so we've, we've gone away from the personal touch to the more efficient system of ATMs. And even um, beyond that, I mean, <clears throat> banking online in the app. I mean, so yeah, much of that, right. so much of what we do is now on the app. I mean, it's yeah. all about efficiency. Yeah. And, and, and the internet as a whole and technology as a whole mm-hmm. plays into this in a huge way. Um, so, so, you know, whenever you think about uh, efficiency, you think about doing things online or doing things through robotics or doing things through industrial production. But yet, what are we increasingly valuing in our culture? You know, do we value what is industrially made or what is handmade? We value what is handmade, of course, which is a which is a huge statement of productivity, right? It, this is saying that people can do something not just with efficiency, but with skill and with purpose. So that's one of the things when we're thinking about productivity, we can't just get stuck on how fast I can do things right. or how many things I can turn out in a given period of time. It has to be about more than that, for sure. So, so, so when you're thinking about you know productivity, if it's not just about efficiency, and we're, we're thinking about productivity is not good or bad, part of that is because we don't live in a perfect world. We have the opportunity to be productive in good and bad works. So. Right. I mean, we, we're we're post Genesis three. I yep. mean, and so we live in a fallen world, and so that the fall affects both efficiency and productivity. And so one of the things that I thought about as we're thinking through um, productivity and efficiency is that the model for productivity is actually seen in the nature of a creative God. So God was creative in uh, forming the earth and forming all that we know. He created all these things. He created in a perfect state for his glory and for our good. And not only did he create all that is, the earth was further productive after he created it. Created, he created it, and then it produced, it uh, uh, developed uh, vegetation and food and ways for us to flourish uh, in, there in the garden. And then Genesis 3 happened, and following the fall, Adam and Eve's nature changed, and their propensity to sin led to less productivity and a greater challenge. And so after the fall, God tells Adam that the productivity in the garden would be a huge challenge. However, he still commanded Adam and Eve to steward the earth and to be productive stewarding all that God had given them, right? And so those are some of the things that really affect the way that we view productivity is for Christians at least, because we know that God created in a beautiful way, in an artistic way, in a way that was uh, for flourishing. And then post-fall, we have to uh, seek to imitate that, but we know that it will be by the sweat of our brow. It will not be easy. For me as a gardener, I know that every day there are weeds that I have to dig up. And this is a totally rabbit trail, but digging up weeds is one of the most purest views of sin and how sin gets into our lives. And so we can talk about that on the podcast, but um, seeing the way that I have to sweat and toil and pull these weeds out and make sure that the bugs don't get in there, I know that God has called us to be productive, and that's very fulfilling, but it's not easy. Yeah, Genesis 3 shows us that we now do our work in the middle of thorns and thistles. Dang straight. Whereas in the garden, 
what is it that's coming up out of the ground? It's the the trees that bear the fruit that is good for eating. That's right. what the ground naturally produces. Now we come in the garden or come out of the garden and we work in the midst of thorns and thistles, which what this means is, is whether whether you're doing gardening and agriculture or not, your work is inherently going to have frustration. So as is everything that's affected by a sinful world, for us to get righteous productivity, there must be an intentionality. If left to ourselves, we will move away from productivity, away from godly, righteous productivity, rather than towards it. So as we begin to think about how the biblical worldview affects the view of productivity, we have a foundational understanding that it, we can't expect it to just come naturally. Right. It is It is a thought process that must be honed, and it's a skill that must be honed. Yeah, and so if our goal is to imitate the character of God by working well and producing a lot of good things— then we have to give some mental attention to our work and how we work. And so healthy efficiency in our pursuits will allow us to take on more responsibilities in other areas in other areas for kingdom work, right? And so you're going to probably hear from your friends. Uh, you know, I, I specifically remember hearing from friends and coworkers whenever I was seeking to do more and to grow in productivity. Why in the world would you want to do that? That's just going to make for yourself more work and, and give you, you know, uh, more things to do. And, and I said, yes, that's the point, is that I become more productive to produce things so that I can take on more things to eventually accomplish greater for the kingdom of God and greater, more beautiful, more thoughtful kingdom work. Yeah, for the glory of God, which we know will also be for your enjoyment. Exactly. Which we're going to get to when we talk about how Sabbath plays into mm-hmm. all this at the end. So um, so as we consider this, that, that productivity is about more than efficiency, and productivity is dependent on the type of work we do. So we have to understand productivity is coming from the mandate that God has given us, the mandate that we are to work for the flourishing of humanity, the mandate that we are to work for the good of creation as we rule it as God's representatives, his image bearers on this earth. Then we understand that that productivity is something that matters deeply to Christians. Uh, we also need to understand that part of what productivity does is that productivity is providing a witness as we are working around others, a witness to our believer, to, to our fellow believers, to edify and encourage fellow believers, then also a witness to the non-believers around us. So as we think through some of these groups, you know, I think about coworkers. I've had opportunities throughout my life to work around non-believers. In fact, for me, one of the dominant areas in life that I have been around non-believers has been in work environments. Now, you know, at this point in my life, I work for a Christian school with strong evangelical conviction. So most of the people that I work around are Christians. But at points in my life, I've worked as the only Christian mm-hmm. in a company. So one of the greatest witnesses that I have had and one of the things that brought credence to, to my life and to the message of the gospel that I was proclaiming as I got to know these women and men that I was working alongside of was that I was productive in my work. And here's what that meant. One, it meant that I had a a commitment to excellence in my work, that I didn't want to do the minimum. What you're saying, I wanted to do more, even within that company, even within that secular company. And and by the way, we're talking oftentimes here about, you know, work that is just task-oriented work. I was working in hardware stores or working in retail settings. So, So it was a witness to those around me that I wanted to do quality work. And then also that the work that I put my hands to, I tried to get better at it so that I become more efficient and do it with greater quality. 
I don't want to make it sound like I always succeeded in this, right. but by God's grace, one of the ways that I was able to be a witness and gain a hearing for the proclamation of the gospel was through being productive in my work. And not only that, I mean, we have to think about how that speaks to our employers and to our overseers, our boss, and, and those that uh, are you know, giving us direction because that speaks a lot to them. If you're helping them be productive in their business and in their sphere of influence, they're going to see something particular in you that speaks to more than just Corey Barnes. It speaks to the God within you. That's and right. so it, it really also gives not only that picture to your coworkers, you know, on the same level as you, but to those in authority above you. And so I think that that's a very important thing because that allows uh, those people in authority above you to 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 see how that works in their greater sphere, and it gives you an opportunity to to have a witness towards them as well. Yeah, it should not be difficult for them to embrace the fact that here's Absolutely. a person indwelled by the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. So, Aaron, we we you know both of us are teachers. We we hope our students will be listening to this class. I mean, why wouldn't they want to hear us more than they already you know are mandated <laughs> to listen to us, right? So you know, if we have students listening to the podcast. Help our students understand how does this this witness work in the classroom, especially as we both teach in, in an environment where we have believing and non-believing students interacting together in the classroom every day. I think one of the areas uh, this it seems so um, obvious, and it seems so I just do it because it's right. But in reality, plagiarism is mm. an area that we can see as an, uh, a need for um, productivity. And uh, and um, an efficiency because if students are drawn, many of them to writing a paper at the last minute, mm-hmm. right? And so they are looking for quick citations and quick uh, rips of a paragraph here, a paragraph there, and hope that we as the professors don't see that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in reality, productivity and efficiency says, I want to do this work to the very best of my abilities. I want to honor my professor. I want to honor um, these sources. I want to cite them, or I want to come up with original content mm-hmm. that would be both creative and thoughtful and efficient in the way that I, I use my time. And so to a student who just says, oh, I'm just following rules because of, you know, that's what the rule is and that's against, you know, what we see as standard protocol in mm-hmm. academia. No, in reality, it is an expression of productivity and it's an expression of efficiency. Yeah. And so it honors both the student, it honors the work, and it honors the professor. And so I, I want students to think of that categorically as opposed to, oh, it's just a, a, a rule. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a great point to make there that, you know, it's not about following a rule. It's not just about this state of thing of I avoid this because I've been told it's wrong. It's it's seeing this as this is actually pointing me towards what is right. Right. Um, and I would say that, you know, the, the Christian students in my class that I have the most confidence that have the footing to, to proclaim the gospel in an effective way to the non-Christian students in my class, the ones that I'm really hoping for the opportunity to do that, are the ones who perform with excellence in the class. That, by the way, doesn't always mean that they make the best grades in the class. Mm-hmm. They might actually struggle in the class, right. but they are performing with excellence in that they are consistently participating in the work of the class. They're consistently dialoguing with their classmates. They're informed about the subject matter, and they're doing their work with excellence to the glory of God. They may still struggle with acquiring content, Mm -hmm. 
what they are doing there is they are demonstrating work to the glory of God that gains them a footing as they they uh, are witnessing to those around them, the, the non-believers that may be in the class, that they are doing the work for a different reason, ultimately to the glory of God. And they're encouraging and strengthening the believers in the class that they work in such a way. The last thing I'll say here is that I think this also applies in our interaction with family members. Um, one of the reasons that I want to be productive in my work is because God has charged me with the discipleship of my family. And I think in particular about the, uh, the charge that I have to disciple my two daughters. I want my daughters to see that God has charged our family with a work and with a mission, which we'll talk about on our next episode. And that part of that work and mission is that we are going, we are to do things well. So whether that's the way that we provide for, uh, or the way that I'm providing for us as I go out and work, the way that it's uh, their mother and I caring for our home, the way that it is uh, taking place as we go out and we care for others and do work within the church. I want them to see in all that a productivity that reflects a desire to glorify God through the excellence in the work that he has given us to do. I think that you're totally on to something there. And um, as I think about it, it makes me unbelievably grateful for my family, for mm-hmm. my dad, my mom, for my grandparents, extremely hardworking people that um, really have Im- imparted to me as much as they, they possibly can. My dad talks about it all the time as dad school. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm taking you to dad school on yeah. on these small things. And um, there is no greater joy than whenever I get to work alongside my dad and my brother and my uncles because, one, we all think so much alike because mm-hmm. of that, that common bond of, of work and mm-hmm. an ethic and a desire to be productive and produce things. And so um, to to think about that in a very practical way, when you get to do mission trips with your family, it's so much fun, you yeah. know, because you're working alongside of them sure. in a way that you might not get to once a year, maybe at the most. And so thinking about that productivity in a family um, atmosphere is a huge thing. And I, like you, am very intentional about imparting those things to my daughter and my son so that they, too, will gain that desire to be a productive uh, um, follower of Christ and to be an efficient person so that they're not just producing things, but they're doing it for the glory of God and for the greater um, good of the kingdom. Yeah, amen, man. We want to we raise up a generation. We want to raise up our, our children, influence those around us to magnify uh, magnify their joy and magnify the glory of God through the productivity of the work that they set Absolutely. their hands to. Um, as we uh, as we you know begin coming to a close here, I think there's a couple of other things we need to talk about. One, that productivity opens up a door for more good work. Aaron, we've both had this happen to us. A student comes up to us, and we're working on a project, or we've let students know that we have an event going on at the school, or we're taking a trip, or you're doing something with the corral, and a student comes up and says, I want to have a particular role in this. I want to have a particular place in this. But also, all too often, we know that those students are barely making it. And these are the same students that have come up to us before and said, I can't turn in this this project on time. Can I have an extension? Exactly. Or I'm so stressed out. And so, you know, out of out of love for our students and out of our desire to see them succeed, we necessarily need to tell these students, no, you don't need to have a part in this. You need to do the other things that you're working on in your life well 
and, and we're not just telling them that as a punitive measure. We're not trying to punish them for Certainly that. Certainly not. We're, we want to see them work in a productive way in part for their own joy. So one of the things that we need to consider, as you've alluded to already, honing productivity skills allows you to take on new roles of service and responsibility. We're going to talk when we get to mission and goals. There's a limit to that. So we can't say yes to everything. That we ought not say yes to everything. It's sinful to say yes to everything. It implies that we're the center of our own world and we must be involved in all the work around us. However, as we become more productive, we are allowed to take on more work for the glory of God and for our joy. So I think we both see that a lot. As we as we begin to, to bring this to an end, talk about talk with me about how being productive makes life more enjoyable. Uh, that's to me. I get a lot of joy out of doing the work. I love what I do. And mm-hmm. so whenever I go home at the end of, end of a day, if the Lord has allowed me to check off everything on my to-do list, I can't tell you how fulfilled that I feel at the end of the day. I, almost every day I end up calling Lane on the way home. And those days whenever I can say, hey, I finished my to-do list. She knows that's a huge deal because so many of the things on our to-do lists are long-term projects, right? And so you're looking months down the road. And whenever you get to, to mark those types of things off your list, you've been productive and you've been working at it and, and you had that big event checked off, it's a tremendous thing. And so for, it's a fulfilling thing. It helps us to be um, content in, in what God is doing in our lives, knowing that step-by-step, day-by-day, He's accomplishing that work that He has set forth for us to do. We are His workmen in Christ. We are being built up to be disciples, followers, and that includes being productive in our lifestyle. Yeah, man. So there's there is joy in the work and therefore there's joy in being productive. Absolutely. In the work. And I think in the biblical worldview, one of the things that we see is that there is joy in the the purpose and the achievement that we receive from work. We see this outlined so well in the book of Genesis where God creates, He works in a six-day pattern. And we understand God does not need six days to in order to create. Instead, God creates in six days to model for us that He creates for six days and on the seventh, He rests. Not because God needs a break from the work that He has accomplished. God in His omnipotence is not exhausted in any sense by this work. However, He models for us that on the seventh day, which He declares as holy, He rests in His creation. He enjoys the work of His hands and His creation enjoys its God. And so we see that modeled. I see such a clear illustration with this whenever I think about my father, who also was someone who modeled for me godly productivity. And I think about my father coming home from weeks of work when he was often exhausted, both mentally and physically, by the labor that he had performed, getting out of his vehicle at the end of the day, and suddenly being renewed in strength to play with my brothers, my sister, and myself, and to do work around the house, and to to love my mother, and to do all this with a vigor and joy and a rest and an enjoyment in us, knowing that we were the purpose for which he had worked. That's the concept of Sabbath, Mm. that we rest in the fruit of our labor and we enjoy the product of what God has allowed us to do. Productivity has an end. 
Productivity is not about efficiency. Productivity is not a numbers game. Productivity is not nameless and faceless. Productivity magnifies our joy and magnifies the glory of God as we accomplish the work that he has given us to do. Doing work in a productive manner aligns your life with God's purpose that you work for the flourishing of humanity and the wise rule of creation and rejoice in the fruit of such work. Thank you for listening to Transformed Podcast. Transformed is a resource provided by Shorty University, a Christian liberal arts university in Rome, Georgia. For more resources provided by Transformed, including podcast episodes, book reviews, and articles, check out transformed.shorter.edu. For more information on Shorter University, go to shorter.edu. Tune in next week as we continue to discuss productivity. We look forward to you joining us in that conversation. Thanks, y'all.